Tech. It's your favorite podcast of the week. It's Location Weekly, and we are recording on May the 2nd. Yes, we are now in May. Spring is here. Flowers are popping up everywhere, and uh, we have another show for you. But first, Abriana, how are you? I am good. Like you said, it's spring. We had a beautiful weekend here in New York. Um, lots of outside time, so grateful for that. And, you know, just jumping back into the week. So it's rainy outside. At least I don't, I don't feel like super sad to be back in. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, we've had like a run of sunshine, like five straight days. We got a bit of rain last night. It's kind of like overcast today with kind of half and half today. No rain, but it could rain at any moment. I don't know. That's kind of what it feels like, but we'll see. Um, yeah, so, but uh, good overall. Um, yeah, we've got a good show set up for you today four stories as usual it's episode number 567 and we're going to kind of go all over the place in in types of tech and uh, things today so um i don't even know like usually there's there ends up sort of like unplanned a theme that kind of runs through like we talked about all the stadium stuff you know last week and whatnot this mm-hmm. week i feel like it's kind of a, a mishmash of stuff so i'll let you kick it for it yeah well, let's start in the QR code area. And Revlon is, um, you know, trying to tout that they are the first beauty company to use this uh, technology to deliver sequential messaging um, and promotional offers through QR codes. So they have partnered with a company called Activate Me, which is ACTV8ME. Um, and they have an advanced solution that they're calling SQR code solution. And that is integrated right into your iOS and Android wallets. So if you use Apple Pay or um, you know your Android wallet pay was Google Pay, <laughs> it's um, you know it's integrating right there. So they are using different features like geolocation, time-based reminders, um, all of this more personalization opportunities. And they did this recently on their Color Stay Skin Awaken Concealer campaign. <laughs> Um, and in this effort, they actually had like trucks, branded trucks that were driving around in various cities, kind of touting out um, this new, you know, this new product that they're launching. And really, they were they were focusing on having the QR code there, and then customers could engage with it from there, and then kind of go on this journey um, where they could do virtual shade matching. Um, they could have all these different like shoppable opportunities. It would be tied into. Uh, maybe retail locations that they could get the actual product based on their location, um, you know, different redemption offers uh, that they could take to the retail partners' locations. So all these different things. And, um, you know, like to me, this is not anything groundbreaking. Uh, but what I like about this is that Activate Me is thinking about this in all different shapes and forms, right? So whether it's out of home, um, with the QR code, which they did here, you know, kind of having that sequential messaging where it's step one, they see the truck, step two, they actually scan and go um, is one part of it. And then the other part of it that I like, and, you know, there's a lot of different areas that they offer this um, QR code, um, you know, feature and product is television. And I think TV is great because television traditionally has been very complex to measure in terms of efficacy, 
And I really like this because it is very deterministic, it's very data-driven, and it's measuring you know, the efficacy of a campaign, like which campaign did they see? And the, even the ability to like tailor QR codes, obviously, um, and make them very, not you, you know, typically in television, you're not gonna have like a one-off unique QR code, but there are capabilities when you're delivering those maybe through email or text message to make those very unique and be able to know like how they're, um, how they're able to be used. So overall, I think we're seeing more and more QR codes, that application pop up today. I like how they're applying it in advertising. I think it makes sense. Um, kind of like scan and save for later, you know, if you're interested in a product, especially from television, you know, you're not really clicking on TV very often. So I think there's a good opportunity here, you know, with Revlon being the first beauty brand, great. I think, you know, lots of beauty brands like L'Oreal are always trying new, new things as well, but nothing super groundbreaking for me, but I would like to see how, um, how this works into the efficacy of a campaign, because there's a lot of information and data out there on how many times a consumer actually needs to see a campaign or see a brand to be aware of it or actually take action. So this would be, um, you know, interesting to see how does this play a role? What do you think? Yeah, I, I mean, I echo a lot of what you've already said. I think, um, you know, what I like about the Activate Me platform, the SQR uh, piece is that, um, you know, there's some, you know, pretty, what appears to be pretty robust campaign management uh, and attribution tools sort of on the back end of this thing. Uh, which makes it easy to sort of, you know, manage content and, and campaigns and, and all that kind of stuff. So I like that aspect of it, you know, from a geolocation point of view, you know, theoretically, it means that you could have, um, you know, different content, you know, at different times of day, you know, so like even the same individual that's coming in contact with, you know, an SQR code in one place or one out of home place, and then, you know, they're back at home, you know, um, you know, watching TV, as you pointed out, could could have a different uh, engagement, a different ad, um, you know, that's more sort of time of day sensitive or things like that and location sensitive. So I like that aspect of it. You know, um, you're, you're right. I think the TV app applications are, are big here too, because, you know, there's, you know, it's been a difficult medium, right, to try and get that one-to-one -one engagement. You know, we've talked over the years on the show about um, some of the work that, uh, you know, Shazam used to do uh, in TV commercials and kind of, you know, creating that sort of engagement, you know, going from the, the big screen to your mobile, uh, you know, phone and then sort of carrying that data with you as you went into the real world and maybe came near, you know, an old Navy store or something, you know, um, that, um, you know, it remembered from the TV commercial and then pops up the offer in a geolocation specific way. So I, I think there are a lot of applications like that that become you know, relevant here. Um, and, and I'm with you, I think I like that they're playing around, not just, you know, in this Revlon case, but with you know, multiple mediums. I know they uh, Activate Me also has a, a new partnership with Captivate, uh, which, you know, is the originators of the Elevator News Network and things like that. So, you know, having them show up in office tower elevator screens and all kinds of different places, I think, you know, the, the more you can get this out there into different mediums, the better. And you know, that's obviously at the core of how we think about location, you know, from day one, right, about it being something that, you know, permeates every form of media in, in every place that you're at. Um, so I really like it in that sense. So, yeah, those are my thoughts.
All right, on to our second story now. This one's kind of interesting. Uh, came across this new mobile app that's out there called AnyLine. Um, and, you know, uh, from time to time, we're, you know, if we have vehicles, we're all in the market for new tires. And, you know, trying to figure out, you know, your tire size and what you need um, and what, you know, is available, you know, from different brands that can fit on your car with the right rims and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, can be somewhat challenging. You know, uh, if you're like me, you go to the, your local tire guy and he checks it out and he tells you, or she, and tells you what you need. And um, that, you know, gives you a few options. But this is kind of interesting. So this app that they've come out with, AnyLine, basically um, you just take your phone with the camera and you scan the, you know, the coded information that's on the tire, like the, you know, um, the 35R16 or whatever it is and all of that with it. There's a, there's a number that's on there usually. And it basically has, you know, behind the scenes, a database of all of these things it comes back with information and tells you and links you up to, um, you know, with the right size and dimensions uh, for any vehicle, any, any tire. Uh, and then you can go directly to a sort of online shopping environment where it shows you the options and you can purchase your tires and do all of that. So I, I think it's kind of cool um, to, you know, it's not something I'm going to be using every day, but it's certainly something that I think is a great way if you're a tire uh, sales, uh, you know, retailer or an online tire retailer or what have you. You know, this is a great way to sort of, you know, partner up with these guys and, and drive more eyeballs and more traffic and potentially more more revenue, um, you know, from that point of view. And I think from a consumer perspective, uh, I'm not sure how you, you know, promote this out to consumers to let them know it's there and, and, and make it something that, you know, we're all going to have on our phone. But I see the utility in, in the times when I need to do this, which is typically, you know, every few years I'm replacing tires or you know, swapping tires winter, summer, those kinds of things. But, um, you know, could be, uh, could be something there. What are your thoughts? So, you know, my mind immediately goes to like where the application use cases um, for scale. And for me, I think about the, the past few times that I have uh, bought tires and I, by I, I mean, my husband, um, so, you know, the, the past, like two times that we've bought tires, he's actually gone to Amazon, bought the tires that he needs, and then they ship them directly to the place that will put them on. And he just drives the car there and has an appointment already. So I feel like with all of the AI technology that Amazon has already built in for like, picture this in your room, um, see how it fits in your space. This to me is a very seamless opportunity to integrate with an app that has such massive reach and continue the, you know, driving the adoption of like buying your tires on Amazon. Um, so I think for me, like that's a better use case versus as a consumer figuring out that this app exists and downloading this app for the, you know, one time every couple of years that I might be um, or once a year, depending on where you live and how often you drive, uh, that I need to buy, you know, new tires. So for me, I think that like, I like this technology. I love the idea of it, but it needs to be incorporated into something larger. So I could definitely see, um, you know, a, a larger company with some type of acquisition here, maybe a Walmart, even tire center, Costco, like all of those places could be. Auto trader, something. I don't know. Yeah. There, there, there's a way to get it out there. 
absolutely. Yes, for sure. All right, skipping yeah. to another topic since I was bringing up, you know, Costco and those things. Let's go to Sam's Club. And I'm kind of like still in the auto area. We're talking about electric vehicles and Sam's Club is now actually rewarding um, EV drivers and they're doing that with their rewards program. So a couple of months ago, they launched a rewards program called Sam's Cash Rewards. Um, and they are rolling this into that as a larger piece of, of their cash rewards. So now shoppers that are using their Sam's Club MasterCard can earn an additional 5% back in Sam's cash. So total of 10% uh, cash back for the entire month of May, it just launched yesterday, um, whenever you're paying for charging stations in the United States. So this is, they say eligible charging stations. Apparently there's about 50,000 that are eligible. So you have a pretty good chance um, if you're paying for, you know, for a charging station, perhaps at, you know, an Amazon Fresh, Retailer, Walgreens, Hannaford, Supermarkets, or some that they mentioned, um, that you could use your MasterCard, get that cash back. And, you know, this is made part, this is like possible because they had this partnership, Sam's Club has this partnership with Synchrony. Um, and they're a financial services company that connects partners and consumers with a variety of different financial solutions and capabilities um, and hoping to deliver these omni-channel experiences is what they're touting. For me, you know, I think loyalty programs are complicated a lot of times. And when you can use them for specific things, you know, it's like, oh, great. Do I have the time to actually discover how to use them, how to use this specific card, how to apply it, all of those things. It, it overwhelms me a little bit. I don't know about you, but I have, you know, I have some friends and family that will say like, oh, I went on this vacation because I had all of these points for this and I used this for the hotel and this for the flight and that. And to me, that just seems very taxing and overwhelming. I'm like, okay, I have my American Express for Delta you know, I use it for sky miles. That's like the only reward that I really feel like I'm invested in because it's just simple and straightforward or the hotels.com loyalty programs. Like you stay 10 nights, you get one free. So for me, sometimes this gets a little complicated and saying like, Oh, I can use this here and get this reward. I can use this here and get this reward. I have to kind of divvy up what I use, which credit cards, when and where. Um, so I applaud the effort. Like it's good but how much are we really talking about it is enough to make me change my behavior, get this specific card. Um, I don't know. You know, I think that the, the crux of loyalty programs for me has to be like, what is simple and what can just be automated to where I just get those rewards without even knowing about it. Or I get an alert about the rewards. If I just do this, this month, I don't know. I think simplicity is the way to go and this doesn't seem overly simple but you know maybe i'm missing the point yeah no i i i think you know i i somewhat agree with you i i think the you know for me one of the challenges here is if the goal is to you know support the growth of the electric vehicle market and you know people who are you know sort of buying into that early on and and embracing you know electric vehicles the reality is, is you need to charge, right? And so there's, uh, according to the article, there's 50,000 charging stations across the U.S. at the moment. Um, you know, at Amazon stores, at Walgreens stores, Hannaford, Walmart, you know, Sam's Club, etc. So Sam's Club's got 600 locations in the U.S. And so if I if I'm thinking about that, I'm going, 
you know, from a driver point of view, I've got an electric vehicle. I'm driving on a road trip, you know, for summer vacation from, you know, Atlanta to New York, whatever. Um, you know, I'm sitting there going, well, you know, am I going to go out of my way to find a Sam's Club to sit there and charge my vehicle because I know I'm going to get, you know, rewards? Probably not. Like, I mean, like at the end of the day, I'm just looking for somewhere to charge, like, and if I need a charge, right? So I don't know that that's going to be the the driver for me. Um, you know, I get that they're, they want to try and incent people to do that. And, you know, I don't know what it's, I can't do the comparison because I live in Canada, but, you know, and we don't have Sam's Club anymore, but we do have Costco still. And, um, you know, I, I can tell you, like, people line up here to get their gas at Costco because it's always cheaper than getting your gasoline, you know, at, a, you know, regular, um, you know, SO or Shell station or whatever. So, um, you know, I, I look at that and go, okay, so if there's, you know, if there's a cost savings to, to charging, you know, uh, and a reward, maybe that drives, you know, more traffic. I don't know, but like, I have a hard time thinking, you know, this is going to change my pattern of where I go to get a charge. Um, and I think that should be, should be the focus. Right. And then if I, if, if you can get me there and reward me, then I'm happy. Right. Um, because you're giving me something extra, but, uh, you got to figure out how you're going to get me there first. I don't think a reward on its own is, is, is incentive enough. No, I completely agree. And I always say the same thing to my husband. He's like, there's, you know, we'll go to Costco or something like that to fill up with gas. And he says, well, the line's always like 30, 40 minutes, you know, it takes to sit there to get, get up there. And I'm like that long. And I said, at that point, how much are you really saving? Is it worth $5 of your time to sit in that line? Unless you can be on a phone call or be doing something else in that time. Otherwise, no, just yeah, go fill yeah. up where <laughs> wherever you can. So I, it's like, uh, what, what's the cost and the, and the reward? Um, and then, and I also wonder is the demographic or the buyer persona that drives an electric vehicle, the same person who is shopping at a Sam's club. I'm not sure that it is. Yeah, that we don't know. Right. And <laughs> I think that's a valid, very valid point. Right. And I think, you know, you do need to look at those audience profiles and cohorts, right. And personas to figure out, is this is this a good fit right because i like i can tell you like my my daughter who's you know 19 and you know drives and you know whatnot and you know is always talking about electric vehicles and is in that demographic you know i don't see her going around talking about loyalty programs and rewards you know in in the same way that you know maybe a generation older than her you know was clipping coupons and whatnot right so um i think it is different but we'll see all right on to our final story now so we're going to shift over to the out of home space uh and there's a company relatively new company out called out of home or ooh trace um t-r-a-c-e and this was developed by carlos uh, villa deval uh who was the former ceo of posterscope big out of home company in spain and uh, basically what uh, out of home uh, OOH Trace does, it's a, um, a independent, so not connected to any of the big out of home companies uh, for uh, proof of posting or proof of play. So the idea here is, is verification that you as the advertiser or media buyer 
that whatever ad you bought and, and format and, and all of that, that it's actually being played at the, on the right screen at the right time, and, you know, and actually being seen uh, and verifying that uh, that proof of play has happened essentially. Um, so I think this is kind of interesting. You know, what really piqued my interest around this story is I've been talking for years about, you know, the fact that there's so many different, you know, big out of home players um, but as a, as a advertiser, as a brand or, or, or their agency or media buyer, you know, I don't actually know, you know, that, you know, especially with digital content that, you know, when my ad's playing or I'm not there to see it all the time, you know, or things like that. So I think this, this is really interesting. And I think there's applications here for third parties as well, because, you know, if I'm, you know, let's say I'm building some mobile app and I want to, you know, you know, and I'm doing some sort of you know, um, ad placement within my app for a brand, let's just make one up BMW. Uh, it'd be great to know that, you know, there's also a BMW ad running on these screens over here. And maybe I can, you know, if that person who has that phone that's seeing the mobile ad for BMW happens to go by, you know, maybe I can do a kind of two screen connected play if I, if I have access to know what inventory is playing where. So maybe there's a third party you know, sort of sharing of this this data out for developers as well that could happen down the road. That I'm just thinking out loud, but um, I do like this. I think uh, you know, so it it automatically tracks, verifies, and certifies that you know the right campaign is running um, in that time and place. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it's you know, it's not more complicated than that. I think it's uh, it's all about. Uh, you know, that, that proof of play. Um, service is currently available in France, Belgium, Luxembourg, Brazil, the US, Canada, and Spain uh, through local partners. So um, yeah, that's, uh, that's a, a brand new uh, initiative called Out of Home Trace. What are your thoughts? Well, initially I think that everybody's trying to get into the measurement space in some way, shape or form. It's a hot area of the market, it's needed. Um, and without diving into or understanding the methodology of how um, this company is actually doing things, you know, it's it's a good time to to be putting out solutions. Um, what I think is unique here that I've seen is that they are touting the fact that they can also measure across like vinyl, paper, you know, not just digital. So I have a lot of questions about how you measure that. Um, but you know, I think that in theory, measurement, it's a, it's a hot place to be. So if they can do something that's unique and no one else is doing exactly the same way, it's a, it's a viable field for growth, for sure. 100%. So, all right. Well, that's our show for this week. Uh, you've been listening and watching episode number 567 of Location Weekly. We thank you, as always, for your time. Thank you. Uh, for uh, your feedback, uh, for those who have contributed. If you have feedback, please let us know. If you have story ideas, we want to hear about them, uh, reach out to us. Arianna and I are easily found on all the different social media platforms you can think of. And uh, we'll see you um, soon. And just a couple other little things I want to point out. Uh, I will be in Amsterdam uh, on uh, May 10th and 11th. Uh, and 12th for the Geospatial World Forum, uh, which is happening there. So if you're out in that neck of the uh, woods, come out and say hi and visit uh, in person. It's good to be back to in-person events. Um, 
And lastly, I want to welcome a, a new LBMA member uh, to the uh, to the fold, Quadrant, uh, which is a uh, location data company uh, hailing out of uh, uh, Asia, but uh, all over the world. So uh, we're, we're glad to have Quadrant uh, uh, involved and uh, the LBMA family. So uh, yeah, that's uh, that's our show for this week. So have a great week, and we'll see you next week, everybody. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,